Hey, Ken. Hey, David. <laughs> How are you doing, man? I'm good. How about yourself? Doing pretty well. This is another uh, another episode of Dudes in Kansas Show. Dudes in Kansas Show, and this would be our. Oh, we got our our page shifted. That's all right. This would be our which episode? I would think it would be either our third or our fourth. I don't know. It depends. We have four videos, but it's uh, technically our third actual sitting. Our third sitting, but we divided our first video, which ran a little long. Our first podcast ran a little long. It was around 45 minutes, and we shortened it to two separate videos and broke that into a part 1A and part 1B. So, yeah, this would be our fourth episode on either YouTube or Podbean are our two outlets and or iTunes. You can find us in podcasts on iTunes. And uh, here we go. Yes, here we are, David. So how was your week today? Oh, or this week. How this was week, your week today? You've had a long week. I know that. I have had a long week. My goodness, David. But tell me tell me about your week. Okay. And we'll go into my long dissertation on mine. All right. My, my week was pretty good. Had uh, uh, quite a bit of activity in the architectural world this week. Um, trying to think, uh, we've got a project that is just starting underneath under demolition on site. And so my manager was out there checking out the, checking out how things were starting out and, uh, been working on another project, a tenant finish around 3,100 square feet, tenant finish for a medical office space. So, uh, pretty par for the course. I did a lot of code evaluation at the end of the week, which is, um, it's necessary, but not fun. That's wow. about it. Well, fantastic, buddy. Um, for all you listeners out there, um, you know, what I do for a living is I kill dandelions. <laughs> yes, I do. And, oh, by the way, I make your grass green in the middle of it, too. I do not mow lawns. I'm a licensed applicator for the state of Kansas to apply pesticides and herbicides on your lawn. Nice. So I'm like um, a true green, per se. Um, I have a spray rig, and I have a, a spreader, and it's just me out there. And, well, and my, uh, my 65-year-old man who goes out there with me as well. And uh, this week was a, a very, very wonderful week because there was no snow. That's very, always great. Relatively low wind. And it was warm. And it was warm. Hot dog. The last two weeks in Kansas have been absolutely disastrous for any type of outdoors work. Because, you know, last week the wind was blowing at 50 plus miles an hour. It was, yeah. And uh, the previous week there was uh, snow in the ground. Mm -hmm. So it was really nice to get out there and hit it hard. And have we been hitting it hard? Double routes, trying to catch up. And uh, so, yes, I'm a little tired tonight, but uh, we're going to do this. We're going to have some fun. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and uh, keep trucking along as we usually do. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, David, our first topic of business, I always love to talk about news. News? And okay. Not, not just any type of news. You know, it's the funny news. Mm -hmm. And this this funny news is a couple of weeks old because it's been you know about two weeks since we've had a, uh, a a recorded podcast, and it is what I would like to call and forgive me I got to check my notes down here it's called the parking lot standoff, okay, yes, and this comes from Lawrence Kansas, 
Like, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, right? We're, we're going old school here. Yeah, right? a standoff. Pull, pulling the- High noon on uh, Main Street. Exactly. So the story goes, all right, that we are in a retail parking lot. Okay. And we have a car coming off a busy intersection, and we have a car leaving the retail parking lot. Now, for some odd reason, I don't know the details. This is the funny part about it. They locked horns. They didn't get, they didn't actually uh, butt heads. They didn't actually wreck or anything, but they got into a standoff where one needed to move so the other one could go. And neither one of them wanted to leave. Okay. Not, they, they just sat there they just, staring at each other, waiting for the other one to make a move. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. So Interesting. Par- Interesting. So the parking lot standoff goes for a while. And how I heard about this was supposedly the Lawrence Police Department uh, tweeted the parking lot standoff mm-hmm. because they were called to this retail place to help escalate, you know, not escalate, but de-escalate help de-escalate the uh, standoff. Situ- yes, yeah. the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But since it's on private property, retail is on private property. Yeah, it's a private parking lot. They had, it's not public. That's right. They had no, they had no power to do anything. Oh crap! Yes. So here we are. We got these two people, and the officers have asked both of them to leave, and both of them to move, and they both were standing their ground. They were like, "Nope, I shouldn't have to move." And then the other person was like, "No, I feel like it would be a hazard if I put my car in reverse." So, no, I'm not moving either. So, this went on for a couple hours. Yes. A couple of hours. I said that. The- what is the matter with people? Why are they why are they sitting there not moving? It's it's make a decision and go. Yeah. It's he who hesitates. Well, well, we're not going to finish the rhyme on that one, but he who hesitates is just, you got to move. Come on, people. I would think it'd be a big waste of time if I was going to sit behind my car, you know, but I, I'm, a, I'm a type of guy that's kind of aggressive. And I'll just get out of the way and get where I need to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, the, the officers had to leave because they're, you know, they actually had actual business they needed to conduct other than, mm-hmm. you know, babysitting these two people who were oh, yeah. in a, the, the Great Lord's parking lot standoff. Nice. And supposedly this made some national attention. Again. Again. Kansas in the national news for ridiculous, ridiculous reasons. Well, what can I say? At least we make national news occasionally. That's right. So um, in lieu of our parking lot standoff, have you ever been in a parking lot standoff? No, because most of the time I look both ways. And when I got a chance, I'm a big fan of parking backwards. You know, backing into the spot, it uh, avoids um, issues when you're pulling out. That's correct. Because you can see everybody coming. You're not. You don't have the blind spots where you're having to try to uh, turn around or navigate. With uh, you're not relying on a backup camera. You're using your own two eyes and you're just moving forward, which is the easiest way to drive your car. Uh, backing in, you know, takes a little bit of uh, practice, but it's actually really. It's a lot easier to back into spots, I think, as long as somebody's not right behind you and doesn't understand, oh, hey, that guy's going to back up into that spot. But I just zip out and I'm gone. That's correct. That's me. And you know what? That's part of, you know, what they call the Smith driving, defense driving 
is you're always back into parking spots because your environment is always changing. It is. Before you get into your car, you should always be doing what they call uh, a circle of safety where you walk around your car to make sure that there's nothing that has... Uh, got an obstruction of your view yeah, or, yeah, anything, yeah. or maybe a little underneath cake. the car that's or... right so no that's very good um i can't say i've ever been in a parking lot standoff and if i ever was in a parking lot standoff i don't think i'd waste my time i'd probably just reverse it but i would probably spend my tires getting out of yeah there. you would you'd be you'd be hopping mad and that's, you'd be that's right you left, i yeah. would make note <laughs> Yeah, leave a black mark. <laughs> Maybe puff a little smoke in their area. Yeah, and yeah. Say you won, but here you go. Here you go. Take the spot. Whatever. But yeah, that's right. Because, like I said, life is too short to be it's standing. It's sitting in your car for hours in a parking lot. Sounds right. like a total waste of my time. That's right. No parking lot standoff for me. Me either. I agree. Uh, David, uh, see any good movies lately? You know. Um, my my movie watching time has been driving while the kids watch a movie in the back. And uh, last trip they were watching Milo and Otis mm. on the way back. Okay. That's a, I believe that was an early '90s American release. It was originally a Japanese movie. I had no idea till we were looking wow. at the back. I was like, oh, late '80s. So it's technically an '80s movie. Fuji Television, I believe, was the uh, uh, producer in in Japan. But yeah, Milo and Otis for all those kids of the '90s who who would have been watching it. And uh, man, no, I, I've been I've been trying to get my wife to watch uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh, I need to see that. And uh, yeah, I do too. It's on Netflix, and she's typically been tired in the evenings not you know she chases kids all day long and uh understand uh, feels insane most of the time and that's okay and i don't blame her at all because it's a tough job raising children and uh, so when she's no i don't want to watch a movie i'm like okay but we do we have watched a couple shows we like to watch uh grand tour oh fantastic. on amazon prime Fantastic! I did have a a family movie night last uh, last week. Okay, we watched that uh, brand new Transformers movie, and um, you know, yeah, it's like all the other Transformers movies. But what I wanted to talk about is, um, David, I want to see if you remember uh, a phone booth. Oh yeah, history class. Yes, two surfer dudes in a band. Shut up, Ted. <laughs> yes. yes. It's, uh, Bill, Bill and Ted's, Ted's Excellent, Excellent Adventure. Adventure. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Um, I, re- I uh, just heard this week that they're going to release a brand new one, a, th- a third. Okay. And uh, with both Keno Reeves and I believe the other guy was, uh, uh, I have his name written down here, Alex Winter. Gotcha. Um, they're both going to star in it. And it should be totally awesome. I don't know if you're... Did you ever see Bill and Ted's uh, Bogus Adventure? Oh, the Bogus Journeys? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Once... Okay, so at that time when the movie was released, at least it was on HBO Mm. back in the day, my father worked on the North Slope of Alaska. So he'd spend two weeks on and two weeks off of the slope working. And so he'd go up there and he'd have... I mean, great food and access to 
all these kind of movie these movie um, uh, stations at the time, HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, and he'd record the movies that he really liked on VHS, and he'd bring them back, and we would watch them. And uh, totally awesome. I remember he said, you're going to love this movie, David. You're going to love it. And it was Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And I think I watched that tape till it was bare. <laughs> it was one of my favorite movies back from that time period. I wanted the phone booth because I wanted to travel in time because I've, I've always been kind of a history nerdy guy like that. That is awesome. That is awesome. Excuse me. Yeah. By the way, that movie came out uh, around February of 1989. 1989. Okay. Nice. In the theater. In the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Which puts us right around eight or nine years old. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, And, you know, uh, that was a good time. I remember watching it with my brother as Mm -hmm. well. And we pro- I watched it a couple of times, you know, it, you know, it's fun for the first few times and then the, all the, the dudes and all that kind of no stuff. No way. No way. And the surfer stuff, you know, it was awesome. And my kid brother, uh, Robert, he now lives in Minnesota. He, boy, he loved that movie. Yeah. He, that, oh, yeah. That was his movie along with Spaceballs. <laughs> I don't know if you remember hey, the movie Spaceballs. I- Absolutely. I think uh, most of our generation grew up with some good Mel Brooks flicks. Yes. That that unfortunately could not be made in this day and age because we're all such uptight people. But <laughs> you know that's so true. Like those comedies back in the day have uh, it's just such a different genre today. Yes it is. You know, it's like a everything is so edited. There's no so there's no actual like those guys were like hardcore acting when it, you know, and ad libbing. And now today's day, you know, it's literally just a Ed and cut, Ed and cut, Ed and cut. It's just a different movie. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of um, ad lib. However, it seems like humor has become uh, something more of say something inappropriate and wait for a reaction from your audience as opposed to the kind of classic setup and knock down. Of the of the past, or you'd say something that was just a little off. Where you know, I see that your Schwartz is as big as mine. You know, <laughs> you, you're doing that kind of playful banter of uh, a classic element, and then playing off of it with something inappropriate and something contextual for the movie. It's just it to me, it was a more creative time period. David, you said that so eloquent. I mean, you, you speak such. Such wonderful volumes of education. I just think, yeah, I can't. I, 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 you can. I can't say it any better. Good job, David. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, you been playing any games lately? Uh, no, I have not actually. I'm so I I go through I go through bouts of shifting here and there i'll play a game i'll read i'll be listening to audiobooks that kind of stuff so right now i'm in my audiobook phase i'm not playing many games how about yourself well yeah actually all right so they had this really cool co-car track in in town Mm -hmm. which unfortunately they had they closed and they moved back to tulsa and I was so bored. I was so bummed. I mean, I went to this go-kart track once a week. I took my son another day a week. So literally, we were faithful two-weekers. We, you know, I was, I was 
I was gunning for the top time. And then, uh, of course, they, they closed down, and I, I went through a bit of a denial phase. Yes, I was yes. so bummed. Yeah, I think we all would. And Extreme uh, Go-Karting in Tulsa, if you are listening, I miss you. Please, We miss you. We, please come back. But in the meantime... Um, I've had to fulfill my creativeness to this uh, this game called I think I've talked about in previous podcasts, Forza Four, mm-hmm. uh, New Horizons. It's on the Xbox One, uh, by far an awesome race car game, and I call it uh, Power Hour. So I t- <laughs> I literally try to get at least a little bit of racing on my racing simulator that I have. Uh, for at least one hour, and that way I f- try to fulfill a little bit of my extreme go-karting, um, which um, unfortunately is um, not working that well. Mm-hmm. And by the way, when I say extreme go-karting, okay, uh, folks of the uh, viewing or listening audience, the, this these weren't just um, your normal rundown go-karts that you hit at your local, you know, play it again arcades or anything these go-karts were electric and they did 45 miles per hour these things were the real deal and i had so much fun oh yeah i can imagine that'd be fun going 45 miles an hour in a tiny go-kart with no windshield no nothing you're just your helmet you had your helmet you had to wear a helmet you had to sign a, a waiver Saying if you get hurt, you're not going to sue this place, yeah. and if, oh, yeah. if you break the go kart, typical nowadays, you're so, yeah. on it, buddy. Yeah, and uh, dude, it, it was there's some ruthless drivers out there. Oh, I have well, there's ruthless drivers on the road. There's ruthless drivers on the track. There's got to be, and it was fun. <laughs> you know, rubbing is racing. Oh yeah. So, uh, anyways, I've been playing this video game. I try to get a little bit of power hour in there. I got my son; he's got an Xbox One, so we'll go on there. We'll race. So uh, we've been having a lot of fun with that just this past week. That's how we we do some bonding in the in the cold winter months before sports season gets back into full mm-hmm. swing. Yeah. So, um, the- so so when you say power hour, is that? One hour a day, or is that a power hour whenever you can get it in? Uh, well, recently, David, it's a whenever I can get it in. I would love to play every day, but uh, life does not allow that for me. Okay, yeah. But power hours, definitely, when we play, we try to play for an hour, and it's power. I mean, we just try to get as much racing as we can get done in one hour, and then we shut it off. Shut it off. That's a good, that's a good way to kind of compartmentalize, get something done, because... You give yourself a time limit, and so you maximize that experience in that time instead of kind of having that endless. Because then, then the boy, he doesn't think, well, this just goes on forever. It's, okay, I got this amount of time to do it. That's a good teaching tool, I think. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, for me, it was, yeah, you could get, um, you get stuck playing these games for hours. I remember I played one Sunday for like three hours. I was like, holy cow, I could literally drive to another town. Mm-hmm. I could drive to a major city. Yeah. three hours and i'm thinking i'm sitting here playing a video game for three hours so i came up with the hour power hour get one hour racing and then go do go do something else well, that's a that's an excellent excellent uh, framework to work with yeah well, I, appreciate I love that. that david that's great man thank you thank you uh hey uh is there anything you want to talk about before we let the the good audience go well um i'd mentioned that uh like right now is my audio book uh, listening time period. I, I do anything from go to the uh, library and, and uh, check out audiobooks to uh, there's 
couple apps out there, but uh, I use Audible quite a bit as well. Um, and uh, right now I've been listening to a group of uh, three audiobooks. It's actually six books that are then done into these three audiobooks by Michael J. Sullivan. And the first one's called Theft of Swords, then uh, Re- uh, Return of the Empire. No, Rise of the Empire and Return of... Uh, the Heir of Navron. That's what it is. And uh, I'm on the last audiobook, on the last book. So it's everything's coming to a culmination right now. And it's a it's a action adventure in a parallel world in like medieval ancient times and two main characters are a thief and a uh, warrior. So it's, it's just kind of cool. It's called the Raiera Revelations or Raiera Revelations. So a lot wow. of fun. Wow, very fascinating. Good good stuff. Something something new and something exciting. I don't always get the time to sit down and read, but I get the chance to listen on my way to and from work and sometimes while I'm at work. But. Fantastic. Uh, well, hey, David, that's 20 minutes, buddy. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. That it flew by faster than I thought it would. Exactly. Let's let our good uh, listeners go. Hey, uh, out there, David, please give them a, a, our throwdown. Uh, please subscribe to our podcast and or YouTube channel. We're on Podbeam. We're on YouTube. And you can find us on iTunes. So if you like it, hit subscribe. Um, please leave comments. Uh, constructive comments and criticism is always looked uh, favorably upon. We can learn. We can make this better. If you like what you listen to, let's do it better and do it right. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you, David. Appreciate it, buddy. See ya.